0: Trust me, I know what I'm doing. Hello, and welcome to 60MW. I'm Chris, and this is a Spotlight Reflection TV show, which means I am joined, as always, by the most amazing man on the planet. It's Mr. Adam Parry. Hello! Hello, sweetheart. How are you, my little sex monkey? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Hello, how are you? Aroused. <laughs> well, you know, I like to butter you up. I'm not quite sure why. <laughs> it's not as if I'm begging you to come and do these shows with me. So, you know. it's, just, it's just the fisting, that's what you're in. <laughs> uh, yes, so this is a Spotlight Reflection TV show. And the TV show, which I'm sure regular listeners will be aware of, is, that we are discussing, is Sledgehammer. Uh, which ran for two seasons or series. I feel more at home saying seasons with an American show rather than a, an, a British show. Do you know what I mean? It's sort
1: of, Yeah, but would you say series if it was an English show or, have you, or are you just all about the seasons now?
0: The, oh, no, I still feel it. Like I said, if it's, because it's American, then I feel a yeah. bit more at home saying season. I don't feel like such a twat but if it was say Fawlty Towers I'd say that ran for two series um, yeah. you know as opposed to this which ran for two yeah. seasons
1: you never say oh that episode that's episode in season 4
0: of only fools and horses it doesn't feel right no not at all it's just just not british is it it's just not it's no. not english um so yes and it ran from 1986 until 1988 uh, there were 22 episodes in the first season and 19 in the second and we are currently up to episode 8 of season 1 um so we're working our way through it, uh, you know, aren't we? You know, we're, we're getting yeah.
1: there. Yeah. Well, we, we, we're we're we are we are well, we're edging our way towards halfway through season one, which I suppose is a quarter of the way through the entire run.
0: Yeah, which isn't bad. Now. Um, well. And also, I should say, we do juggle this with our Spotlight uh, Reflection movie show, which we uh, release at least once a month, maybe sometimes even twice a month, depending on how prolific we are mm. and with time and everything else. Uh, and, you know, we've been doing those for, for some time now. And the last one we did was The Blob, Um which is well currently released. However, we have we just finished doing uh, "No Retreat, No Surrender" Part Two. Um, karat, what was that? Tiger karat karate tigers. Oh, or um
1: Tiger monkeys. Thund- thunder, thunder, thund- thunder, thunder. Thunder, Revenge of th- Power of Thunder, Thunder, ca- Thunder, something, Thunder, b- Thunder <laughs> Bastards.
0: I don't know. Uh, Thunder, Atta- Eagle, Thunder,
1: Attacking Thunder, Eagle, Thunder, Attacking Thunder. So, Thunder,
0: Thunder of Fury, Fury, Thunder, Thunderfucker. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was fun. Um, now bear in mind that film is about uh, one hour forty-four. We the, the the final edit I think came in at about two and a half hours. Uh, <laughs> So we had a lot of fun chatting about that. Uh, So look out for that. Um, um, Well, that might actually be released before this. Depends on when Dave can pull his finger out of his arse uh, and um, which one I can get round to editing first. So anyway, um, not quite sure where I was rambling with all that bullshit. But yes, this is a uh, Spotlight Reflection TV show for Sledgehammer, which you had never seen any of the episodes of. I had when I was a kid. Uh, How many do you think you saw? (sighs) Difficult to say because so far I remember seeing all of them. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. But I, I, I mean, you know, back then when I was a kid, there was no such thing as the internet, believe it or not. Um, so I would have not known. I just and it was one of those TV shows that I happened to either watch at my nan's late one night or record. Uh, you know, it followed on from a movie that I'd recorded on VHS. And then I was like, "Oh, I like that. So then, you know, you, you'd look up on the, on teletext or, um, <laughs> was it, What was it was C-Fax, wasn't it? On
1: It was Oracle. Was it was C-fax, C-Fax on BBC. Oracle. Was it called Oracle before teletext, like on channel three and four? I
0: think that might be. Yeah. I think that might be it. Um, and uh, so yeah, you know, and then you know, you'd, you'd set up the the v- video to record. So um, it, I, I don't know. I genuinely don't know. That would be f- quite interesting to find out because you know, looking at the synopsis of them all, I'll be not, must admit. I'll, i can 't tell you know just by reading the synopsis i wouldn't know, but if I watched them then i'd know if i've seen them before so uh, but so far i it, it it turns out that I have watched all of them but it if it would be interesting to see if there's one that i've never seen before um but anyway the the little twist with this particular show is that uh we we're going to carry on watching them until we get fed up, essentially. Until one of us says, um, well, it, you in this case, because I pick Sledgehammer. If you turn around one one episode and say, I'm fed up with this now. It's crap. I want to move on to something else. And then we'll do that. Unless I turn yeah. around and say, no, I think you should give it one more chance. And that's my sort of Joker or wild card or whatever you want to call my last chance saloon, my extra life. Um, yes. Just you know say come on give it one more go um but so far we've been enjoying sledgehammer haven't we
1: we have although i think last time i did give it its first warning
0: yeah and i should say as well the last episode we talked uh, uh about sledgehammer we were joined by the lovely alan sanders From uh, the Wild Ride podcast and also the Marriage Fit podcast. And also, um, he does a few podcasts with us as well, doesn't he? The Ranch Show and uh, the ABC of Forwarding Ahead Um, and anything else? I can't.
1: I don't know. I'm not sure about letting that bastard on here again because he was sat there with his notes. He had things like times written down. I know. Like, oh, at 1 minute 32. I mean, Dag, it! That's too professional. He he
0: put us to shame, I think, with his. He did. He did. With his...
1: I, I, I call him a bastard in jest, obviously, because there's a there's a, a raging jealousy of how professional he is that burns inside me.
0: Yeah. No, you are. He's a he's a bastard. Um, but <laughs> it's uh, it's one of those where you know. You probably hear the rustle of my papery notes uh you know yeah. my scribbled barely legible notes that you know he just put them to shame and there were things that he noticed i was like what the fuck who <laughs> but then i guess that's kind of just agree with him
1: because we don't know what he's saying yeah
0: that's that's the um i suppose you know doing the forensic analysis of the minute by minute Stuff that he's done with uh, with uh, the the movies of Gene Wilder, you get. I guess you you do get into that kind of analysis. You know, a show that lasts for an hour. Uh, You know, you're talking for an hour about one minute for for film.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think we would have struggled with some of the stuff we've covered.
0: Yeah, yeah. Although
1: Karate Kid Two and the Daniel Larusso hatred, I reckon I could have dragged that
0: out for a long time. Mm. Uh, anyway, sledgehammer, sledgehammer. <laughs> yes. So this episode is titled "Over My Dead Bodyguard," and I, I like to do this because it just it's it's interesting because it's just so random. You, you know, uh, the release dates according Ooh. to IMDb. So this episode was released in the US on the fourteenth of November, nineteen eighty-six. Would you like to know when this was released in West Germany? <laughs>
1: Well, I was thinking now. Would I rather like West Germany's release date, or would I like Paraguay's release date? But you're lucky because I did choose West Germany. I'm going to say. What did you say? America, nineteen eighty-six.
0: Fourteenth of November, nineteen eighty-six. Yeah. I'm going to say the eighth of June, nineteen eighty-nine. Ooh, it's the. It was the eighteenth of March, nineteen eighty-eight. If I wasn't anywhere near it. Um, Paraguay, <laughs> it was probably only released last week. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's next week's episode. <laughs> uh, the Netherlands. The
1: Coming soon, the Sledgehammer episode 8. I don't know why I'm doing that. Accent,
0: that's not South American in the slightest. Uh, that, that was sort of like a sort of Mexican Italian. Italian. <laughs> uh, Meta, it, 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 I can't ooh, I can't mix Italy and Mexico with the I. Itexico. It, it, it doesn't work. No. <laughs> Itexico. It I like that. Yeah. Um the only other date it's not got the uk for some reason but the netherlands uh have a guess when that one was released i'm gonna
1: stick with 1980 no i'm not i'm gonna or am i yes no no two right um august the 23rd
0: 1988 so this was the 28th of april 1990 so four Fucking years hell. after it was originally released for some reason. I don't know why they haven't included the UK in this, cause, uh, but hey-ho, it's just it's IMDb. Um, this particular episode um, has got an 8 out of 10 um, on IMDb, but there's only 90 people that have rated it. Uh, so, you know, still, it's quite high rating, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Well, it is, but the, to be honest, if you've only got 90 reviews, probably only going to be people who like it. Yeah. Or maybe the reviews were, you know, back in the day when the internet wasn't, you know, 100% full of wankers.
0: Yes. Um, and just a cesspit full of negativity and hatred. Yeah. Um, yeah you bunch of fucking faceless cunts. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay. So, how many pages of notes have you written on this particular episode? You seem to follow a standard formula when it comes to um I do. I do. And it's
1: exactly the same. So... In in the world of my counting, if I was to count in the um, in halves, then it'd be you know, one, one and a half, two, sledgehammer, three. So sledgehammer is now uh,
0: my language for two and a half. Oh, see, I've gone three and a half A four again. Really? Yeah, three and a half pages. There you go. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you've got. don't, you? Really? Yes. Alright, fair enough. <laughs> I can't fucking read it. I can't understand it. I don't know what it says. And bear in mind, ah, uh,
1: but you, you, you know, have you got to take away half a page for your paragraphical g- gaps? Pro- if that's a word. Yeah, probably almost because yes. So that gets us to three, and you're. Hand font size is probably quite large, so I reckon you're probably about two and a half. It's yes, it's all capitals still. So or a, or a, <laughs> you're a fucking mania. <laughs> I'll
0: never get used to that. <laughs> yeah, all capitals. Um, now, before we get into the episode itself, I uh, happen to. Uh, when I was looking on Wikipedia for something Sledgehammer related, I happened to see, it, f- it said on the bottom, official site. I was like, ooh, I'll have a click on that, see what uh, what, what what's on the official Sledgehammer site. So if you go to sledgehammeronline.com, Uh, then it it is all Sledgehammer related. It's like a tribute to Sledgehammer and all that kind of stuff.
1: Well, yeah, I don't think they had a website in 1986. (laughs)
0: No, no. There there is an official Sledgehammer online store um Ooh. which sells all sorts of different things like t-shirts uh at cuddly toy you can buy a sledgehammer teddy bear where it with uh, you know it's got sledgehammer and the gun that he carries uh you can buy some boxer shorts you can even buy a sledgehammer classic thong for $10.99 <laughs> which um on the <laughs> front has a target where you know i guess you well If it's a thong, you'd imagine a woman's going to wear it. Although, you never know. Uh, It says, stop, don't shoot uh, on it, which is quite funny. Uh, (laughs) Classy. And on the back, you sort of like, you know, the strip that goes up your arse. Um, Not that I know. Uh, Never worn one. But um, you you ripped plenty off with your teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It's got a sledgehammer on it, which looks quite uh, quite tidy. Um, Then they've got all sorts of other things like uh, mugs, mouse mats, uh, you know, the, the the standard stuff. Now, one thing that I do like the look of, because, you know, Ooh. it fits in with the sledgehammer theme. Is, is it a blow-up Doro? It, oh, no, that'd be good, because Doro I quite fancied when I was younger. I thought she'd quite nice. Um, you can buy a sledgehammer throw pillow, which has got a picture of his gun. So, because, like, you know, that's what he does when he goes to bed. He puts the, his gun on his pillow next to him, doesn't he? <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So that'd be quite cool. Um, yeah. So anyway, I I discovered that <laughs> earlier on. Um, so what, what have you bought? I haven't bought anything yet. Although I'm tempted by that thong. <laughs> just admit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, um, do you have a little sort of synopsis for this? I know it's, yeah, it's difficult. Eh? Right, Have, have okay. I ever asked you? <laughs> I can't remember. Um, I get the movie shows and the TV shows mixed up, if I'm honest with you. Yeah, you, you did ask me once. Okay.
1: Uh,
0: right. <clears throat> Okay, you bastard. Right. <laughs> you not have to make it up. I can read one out on IMDb No, 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 it's fine. Um,
1: when Trunk finds himself in danger um, due to his... What's he fucking doing again? <laughs> there was. Right, right, right. <laughs> All right. Uh, when Trunk finds himself in danger having to testify against a drug cartel, uh, he finds that the only person who could possibly save his life is his
0: greatest regret, Sledgehammer. Oh, oh, did you just make that up? Well, yeah. Very good. Well done. I like that. Uh, Now, Alan Spencer wrote Sledgehammer. um, He didn't write all the episodes looking at Wikipedia. So, this episode was written by Mike Reese or Rice and Al Jean. Now, the only other episode that they had written together before was the second one called Hammer Gets Nailed. so mm,
1: just trying to think which one that is. That's not the sort of Amish one, is it?
0: No, that's the that was Witless. This was uh the the TV uh news presenter or whatever who does a ride along. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Got, yeah. He
1: eats old sandwiches in a shop. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh so but anyway, yeah, I just thought that was interesting that uh you know that, that was the, the, uh, the I mean they have written other episodes, but um that was the other one. Can't rem- remember if I mean, we've liked them, other than the last one, which we were a bit lukewarm on, I think, which was mm. the Elvis sort of uh, piss-take, All shook Up, yeah. it was titled. Um, <laughs> it seems to be, like, for the last three or four episodes, I've gone, well, it's not my favourite, but... Yeah, yeah. So, we'll see if this particular episode just brings us back into the sort of love or the general sort of, like, you know, uh, you know positive feeling for Sledgehammer, I guess. Um, now, I should say that I watched this episode a week ago. <laughs> so good luck reading these notes. I'm sure it'll all come flooding back when I, yeah. when I start reading them out. So, uh, yeah. So, um, this particular episode opens up with a newspaper headline, uh, you know, stating police officer will testify in the grand jury, uh, or at the grand jury, uh, for nar- narcotics probe. And it has a picture of captain trunk on the front Ooh. page, doesn't it? So, um, and you know, Dora is there with Sledge in the background, and you know she says, "Oh, have you seen the newspaper?" Um, and Sledge makes a crack saying, "Oh no, I don't get the paper anymore after my neighbour stopped having it because uh, he used to steal it from the na- <laughs> the neighbour, didn't he?" Yes. Uh, Has he mentioned that before? I don't know. I didn't. I laughed at uh, Mr. that bit. I I didn't remember him saying that before. Um,
1: so I, I just well, I thought he might have mentioned it. That's how he gets his news because he reads his his neighbour's newspaper ah. but i wonder if this is a follow-up follow-up one where the neighbours now cancelled
0: ah okay the
1: overarching sledgehammer plot is there mm. in the details
0: i'm sure if alan was here he'd have picked upon that <laughs> <laughs> just forget about alan he's not here we've
1: just got to soldier on through in our own way
0: yeah i know anyway <laughs> but uh, fully this is so you know essentially the plot of this is that uh you know the heat's been pl- put on trunk and and, you know, it's up to Sledge to to protect him. Um, yeah. Now, this isn't the first time that they've sort of followed this route of, of a hit being put on, on somebody. Because there was no. uh, the episode where Sledge, uh, a, a mob boss, had put a, a hit on Sledge, hadn't they? Um, yeah.
1: We have that delightful montage of about five or six uh, assassination attempts in about a minute and a half.
0: Yes, that was fun, um, and then uh, the other one where is was, was where it was his ex uh, partner who um, yeah. broke broke out of prison and wanted to kill Sledge. So um, it's not the first time they've they've kind of gone down this route of you know trying to kill one of the main characters. Um, but anyway, um, so. Yeah, uh, and you know he, he hates the newspapers, doesn't he, Sledge? Uh, yes. Uh, because you know they, in his words, they find stuff up, fight. Sorry, they find stuff out about things and then write about them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which wankers. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and then you know, um, so obviously, you know, Dory is unhappy because she can see where this is going. Um, that that the the, the the cartel or whatever uh, are gonna put a hit out on him and you know saying that maybe oh maybe you can keep him quiet keep trump quiet they'll do anything and sledge goes "Oh, fat chance of that and just as he uh, as he sort of like says that then you know trump goes hammer uh, yep. yes uh because he, he says he's louder than most airports. airport <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah so then trump calls them into his office and then there's uh the commissioner is on speakerphone um yep. on on this the old style phone as i'm sure you can imagine um and he's there's sort of having a a four-way conversation i guess aren't they because trunk's talking at one point hammer's talking the commissioner's talking and he's they're they're getting all confused about who, the because he's in his car with the driver isn't he yeah uh, cross communication yes um Uh, But the commissioner wants Hammer to protect Trunk, which obviously Trunk isn't very happy about. (laughs) No, no, he's not
1: particularly happy. (laughs)
0: Yes. Uh, But and then throughout this conversation, because like I said, there's sort of like, you know, there's always who are you talking to? Is it me? Is it the the driver? Um, And it ends up with the commissioner uh, getting his car crashed. (laughs) which I thought was quite funny and and Trunk says his life is in the
1: hands of someone who causes injury over the phone yes
0: yeah that was quite good Um, and then next thing is two cops uh, walk into Trunks office asking him to go and check supplies um, randomly and yeah you know uh, Hammer tells Dory to relax Uh, you know Trunks with two cops Um, but one of them happens to have a Luger Uh, yes which is non-issue. Yeah, it's not regulation, uh, so that's obviously then you know sets them off. I was like, this happens within the first couple of minutes, <laughs> doesn't it? You know, yeah, they read the fucking headline, and then next thing you know, he's been, uh, you know, trying to be killed by two yeah blokes. Trip. I mean, if if you're going to put a hit out on a police
1: captain, I would try and do it not at the station because surely that's the riskiest manoeuvre you could possibly carry out. Mm, a bit more discreetly. Um, yeah. That's the word
0: I was looking for, but I had to pump it up with loads of extra shit. (laughs) And then, anyway, the cops uh, they they go to this this supply room, um, which well, supply room.
1: (laughs) It's a tiny cupboard which may or may not contain a mop, which is about it. It's the janitor's closet, essentially.
0: Yeah. You know, you're expecting it to sort of you know, be uh paper towels or uh, you know, things uh
1: but there's pencil sharpeners, yeah. uh guns. There's <laughs> handcuffs.
0: There's basically nothing in there. And it's the tiniest yeah. little fucking room. Um, yeah. but they, they grab him and, and looks like I said, there's three of them. They can barely fit into this bloody uh room. And then Hammer bursts in, starts a little fight with them, um and yeah, trunk's getting beaten up by hammer
1: <laughs> yeah, Hammer elbows him square in the face doesn't he but uh i suppose yeah the comedy of this thing is they're trying they're trying to have a fight but inside a room that's not big enough to really have four people inside
0: it no uh, um, and yet somehow they he manages to flip one of them over his shoulder onto trunk yeah yeah trunk gets a lovely ball sucked to the face yes um so it, although the you know, Hammers there trying to save them, Trunk ends up getting hurt, uh, uh, yeah. you know, in the as as a sort of result of all this shenanigans. Um and then uh you know, obviously they get handcuffed and taken away and whatever, but Hammer says, you know, you, you scum desiccate this symbol of law and order. Um but you do, do look do good in uniforms. Desic- did, did I say desiccate? Yes, like like <laughs> the coconut. <laughs> I knew it didn't sound quite right but I couldn't think why <laughs> oh dear um so yes and there was me feeling all smug because you couldn't think of a word and I, you know, I just fucked it up completely but still yes um hey ho uh, I still s- stand by desiccate fuck it um <laughs> I don't care just, yeah just funny. um but yeah and Hammers uh, you know talking about calling them scum or whatever but they do look good in uniforms he's his kind of f- yeah. f- final line um and then uh, Trunk reluctantly thanks Hammer for yeah. saving him because Dory <laughs> kind of guilts him into it.
1: Yeah, he actually says, thank you. And uh, yeah, Hammer says, sir, uh, <laughs> there's no problem. Well, I'm sure you do the same. And the Trunk just says, you wish. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. Um, in this episode in general,
1: I mean, to me, it's always like Trunk's not had that hate-hate relationship with Hammer. You can see kind of points he kind of likes him, but in this episode, he genuinely seems to dislike him.
0: Mm. Um, well, he's a bit uptight as well. Because, I mean, there's a couple of things. He's obviously had a, a hit put on him, and he's just about you know yeah. being killed. He's been hurt, so I guess that's kind of wound him up a bit. But also, uh, he's off to go meet his ex wife. Yes, um, for a reconciliation meal, perhaps. You know, or yeah. or, or something. Because uh, you get to find out a little bit about Trunk, don't you? Um, yeah, we, we, we know nothing so far about Trunk, apart from he f- shouts a lot. Yes. And that's it. I was oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, I've written down, mm. hurt ears gag, lol. But I can't remember why. <laughs> Can you help me? Uh,
1: hurt ears gag lol.
0: Cause doesn't he
1: make it something to do with on the phone? Why did she leave him? Maybe he, maybe he, maybe she was on the phone and he hurt her ears or something
0: like that. Yes, there's a little quip in there about, um, you know, he's hurt ears. Maybe I'll insert it just to remind me and everybody else because <laughs> I'm sure that they're intrigued. I'm intrigued because I would I wrote down. Laugh out loud! Why would I have done that? Oh well,
1: yeah. What? Well, <laughs> Why did you actually? You actually wrote "lol." Yeah. I did. <laughs> Dear God! Every time I think you've got a little bit of class, you just go and rip it down again. Oh, I know. Anyway, look, it's taken a lot of effort to get that woman to even talk to me.
0: For six months, she refused to accept my phone calls.
1: Well, I can understand that, sir. She's probably afraid you'll hurt her ears.
0: Um. So. Um. But. <clears throat> Because they're going to this restaurant um, and, you know, Trunk doesn't want them there. Um no. But Hammer's sort of parting line is, don't worry, you won't know we're there. <laughs> um, You'll never guess what. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they're in a fancy sort of restaurant and um, Trunk's meeting his ex-missus. He's called René. Oh, René, yes. Um, and... Um, You know, they're sort of having a conversation and just slightly in the background, not that far away, just sort of a a booth away, um, Hammer's there with his, has he got his shades on? But he's got a big walkie-talkie and he's... It's a fucking gigantic walkie-talkie. It's huge. Um, And uh, (laughs) he's talking to Duro, who's discreetly at another table somewhere else. Yeah. But he's just not being quiet at all, is he? Yeah. and then the waiter brings out some food it's like a salad or something um and hammer happens to see this and just as trunks about to eat some he grabs a handful <laughs> yeah and uh, uh you know and he you know because he thinks it's poison doesn't he yeah Uh, Because he's a lunatic. Yes. Uh, But then he blags it. He tries to blag it by saying, oh, sorry, it's a a new restaurant policy. Uh, You know, we have to try the food before the customers eat it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then you get to find out a little bit about uh, Trunk because, you know, Renee says something like, you know, ever since you became the captain, you've turned into a bitter, angry man. Why is that? And then, you know, cuts... Trump the- just looks at Hammer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only reason his marriage has failed. Who waves at them, which was quite funny. Um yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> then... Well, she says that he gave up his marriage for the career.
1: Yeah. I mean, did, is that the choice she gave him? If you become captain, I'm leaving.
0: This <laughs> seems a bit, a bit, a little bit harsh. A little bit, a little bit. Um. And then, obviously, they're having a chat and, and Trunks trying to sort of smooth things over and he's decided that, you know, he wants to work at the relationship and he'll sacrifice his career as a, as a result. And uh, Hammer <laughs> says something like to, to Dora, you know, oh, you got to hear the line of bunk that he's, he's dishing out here. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then a corp pops somewhere and... Um and Hammer then dives onto trunk and the table and just wrecks everything, doesn't he? Pretty much, yeah. Um, and then so Renée's sort of a bit pissed off about this, as I'm sure you know you, you can understand. Uh, but then yeah. they they go to her house, um, which I'd imagine is their house, but obviously he doesn't live there anymore. Yeah,
1: where does where does trunk live?
0: Yeah, um, that's what I want to know. Hmm. Uh, and well, he goes to live with Sledge shortly. Uh, very <laughs> spoilers. Very briefly, um, but yeah, So then they're in the house, and Hammer sort of like you know, um, you know, I need to check the place out. He gets his gun out and he starts swinging it around, smashing the place up, um, as you do. And yeah. Uh, then Trunk and Renee go into the next room, and he stops. Trunk Hammer. actually
1: threatens to kill Hammer. He does. Yeah. And I think he
0: means it. Yeah, for the first time. It's all blustered generally with him. He's like shouty and yes. whatever. But this time you actually believe that he he would kill Hammer or seriously hurt him. if, you know, Because he says, look, I'm going in the room with my wife and I don't want you to come in. Whatever happens, I don't want you to come in. Which, you know, famous last words and all that. Um, <laughs> and then there's sort of like two men break in. Don't they? Yes, and there, there's a bit of a struggle, bit of grunting and yeah, mo- and
1: all my back, etc. Yes, from- <laughs> and uh, yeah, so Sledge thinks that
0: it's sex sounds. Mm. And uh Do is the gunshot. Is that a gunshot or is well, there something breaking? Well, Dory wants to go in because she thinks that it sounds very unusual and, and it there's something not ro- right and you know, something wrong happening there. Uh and Hammer's just like, it's fine, you don't understand you know, obviously he thinks that they're shagging. Um but uh then they do bust in and, you know, break up these blokes who are uh you know, trying to take um trunk and Renee um, yeah,
1: I would say it was a fight but it's, it's definitely more of a scuffle
0: yes although we, we do see Duro, you know she
1: someone remembered who was writing the script that she's supposed to be quite good at karate
0: yes and they do a hit he- sort of. they do hear a gunshot um, so uh, that's what sort of alerts them to, to going in Ian. um now they ma- hmm. they manage to um, overcome the assailants you know kidnappers whatever you want to call them and they tie them up. They tie them to the bed. Why don't they just handcuff them? <laughs> they're police. Very good question. There's three police uh, officers. Yeah. Do they actually get arrested? I don't know. They just tie them up.
1: <laughs> because as, as it turns out, De Rose, the, the plan is then, DeRoe is going to stay with Renee at the house, and uh, Trunk's going to go to Sledge to his apartment, which he says, the, says is the safest place in the world. But yeah. No one's actually come. So, so he's leaving his wife with DeRoe and two
0: criminals. Mm.
1: Yeah. And they, oh, no. DeRoe, DeRoe would phone it in because she's sensible.
0: Yeah, you'd think so. Now, if this was a porno, you could imagine all sorts of shenanigans go- <laughs> <laughs> happening at this point. Um, but, um, yeah, so Trunk goes back to Hammer's apartment. And this appears to be the first time that he's been there because he's a bit surprised by just kind of how clean and tidy it is. Yeah. I guess um, it's a bit sparse, but, you know, it's... Yeah,
1: well, I thought, because when Trunk was there and he goes, this is my place, what, you know, what do you think, is it me? I was expecting the camera to pan. I know we've seen his apartment once, once or twice, but not in any great detail. For some reason, I expected the camera to pan round to some kind of palatial, amazing space. And it is essentially a room with a fold-up bed and a shit cooker in the background. Yeah.
0: But it's tidy. It's like a bed sit, tidy isn't it? It's, it, it? Yeah, it, that's the one. It, it is pretty much a bed sit. Um, I must admit, I always thought those fold-up beds look really cool, and I always wanted one. Um, yeah. But I can't imagine they're that comfy in real life. No,
1: no. And also, it means if you've got one of those, you are basically living out of one room.
0: Yes. And unless that room's like 100 foot long and 60 foot wide. Yeah. Um, I guess well you know it's the equivalent of having a, like a are they called futons are they yes yeah. yeah like
1: them sort of things that are not sofas and not beds but
0: are something in between yes that's right yeah um, and uh, you know Hammer's sort of like um, he makes a comment about you know oh, real men don't need women um, which I thought was quite fun and anyway yeah. no I'd have thought that Hammer would have offered Trunk the bed Um yeah but he doesn't, um, and Hammer go, goes to sleep on the bed, and Trunk's on the sofa, um, and Hammer is just snoring, oh, he can't, you know, he, 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 Trunk can't get any peace and quiet at all, can he? No. Um, and it, then Hammer starts to have like, he's like a dog, you know, and a dog has a dream about the <laughs> <Yeah>. running. He's, <laughs> he's sleep arresting someone. Yeah. And he's calling the maggot, sea urchin. Uh, you know oh, i'm gonna brush your teeth with a crowbar <laughs> um and uh, yeah and then he just starts having a, a fight like kind of whilst he's sleeping um and then you know he, he wakes up and trump gets up he' like to go because he's had enough uh and then you see there's a bloke standing on the um, the stairwell at where the window is um which you think isn't the very i mean you know Having that, you wouldn't fancy having that outside your window, would you? Because I'd, no. I'd always be on edge that somebody, you know, could break in.
1: Yeah. So I could break in, they could be watching you, they could be wanking
0: over you, all sorts of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so somebody takes a shot at Trunk, shoots him, and then um, Hammer goes to try and stop, get the assailant, but, you know, he doesn't. So he, he's, he's standing over Trunk, and, you know, you think, oh, no, Trunk's dead, uh, because... There's An advert, um, which is a good place to have an advert, and anyway. um, the next scene is in the squad room and um, they've, they've announced the death of Captain Trunk,
1: yeah, on the new in the newspaper, isn't it? Police captain shot dead,
0: yeah. Now, what did you think? Obviously, you, you wouldn't have known, uh, I, I, you know, obviously, I thought no, that uh, he, he's not dead. I, I
1: am, I am surprised you're asking me because, of course, I didn't think Trunk was dead, oh, okay. <laughs> T- I'm, not an imbe- I'm not quite that imbecilic, oh, imbecilic well, he says.
0: Well, yeah, you do say that, c- considering, and I'm going to remind you again, that the th- <laughs> Neil, need, need, I remind you, the first episode, for the first five minutes, you thought this was a serious police drama. Um, <laughs> Sounds like an 80s serious police
1: drama uh, to me still. Sledgehammer, could be. Oh, God.
0: Um, but yeah, and then Hammer's up there giving a speech. um, at a podium to all of the other uh police in the room uh yeah, he
1: says he's in charge now
0: yeah how did I, that happen i'm not sure that's how promotion works <laughs> yeah the captain dies and the inspector gets promoted um yeah instantly Ooh. um Dory's upset and um hammer he, he doesn't show any emotion unless oh, it's he just
1: berates her essentially doesn't he he's a uh quite harsh to Darrow, And then she says, ah, oh, don't you feel any emotions? And Hamada says, yes, anger,
0: rage, hate. Yes. Uh, hate. <laughs> um, yeah. And, you know, he's, he says, he's in a better place. He's in the hospital. <laughs> Alive. Um, he's pretending to be dead. And he didn't tell Dory um, because, you know, women have a phone. Uh, yeah, or, or, why did you let me on it? Obvious, you're a woman with a phone. Yes. <laughs> a bit harsh? Uh, a little bit, uh, but that's, you know, he's he's a bit sexist and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so now, what puzzles me is, right, so apparently this was Sledge's plan. But was
1: this his plan after he got shot, or was his plan all along to let Trunk get shot so he could pretend he was dead?
0: I think it was his plan once Trunk got shot. I don't think... He orchestrated somebody well, to we, pretend yeah. to sh- shoot Trunk
1: because Trunk is shot. Well, no, trunk is. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, but did, did he? Yeah. So what we're saying it was then was a blind bit of panic after Trunk had been shot, where he's gone, "Ooh, fuck! Trunk's dead," and then he's realised he's n- he's not dead, and then thought,
0: "Yep, I'll use this as my plan." Mm, I, I I think it's probably more a case of it, there was a because I think we've said it before that. There very, very, very rarely are occasions where Sledge does something right, you know. Um, yeah. And this is possibly one of them where, you know, he's kind of thought, okay, Trunk's been shot. We can pretend he's dead, which then makes the criminals think that they've gotten away with it. So it will stop them from, uh, you know, coming yeah. after him. But as. But he, he got a little bit lucky because if that bloke had
1: shot Trunk in the face. Oh, yeah, yeah. He wouldn't have had a plan then. Oh, God, yeah.
0: And, and then, you know, but then he, as he does, he manages to fuck it all up, um, you know. So Yeah. Uh, th- anyway, they go to the hospital and there's a, a police officer standing outside the door and uh, he asks for the password, which is, why did the chicken cross the road to avoid the death penalty, which uh Hammer's quite pleased with because he came up with that, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, and then they're in the room, and you know, Hammer. Hammer actually says his catchphrase, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, in a in a quite a weird way. He actually says it weird, and it's just a weird situation because the the nurse just says, oh, I can't remember what the nurse says now. Just says, oh, you've got oh you've got to leave here now because um, of whatever reason, and he just says, trust me, I know what I'm doing. Yes, it just comes out a bit weird, mm. a little bit weird.
0: Um, and then. Because uh, Trunks sedate, sort of sedated, isn't he? I guess, or he's you know, yeah. uh, you know, he's he's got monitors hooked up to him and all sorts. Uh, and when he hears Hammer's voice, uh, his heart rate starts to go up, um, and then um, he's he, he basically explains that he's he's told his ex-wife who's on the way, and the criminals are going to find out because, you know, everybody's going to find out about it, uh, you know, which he... Yeah,
1: they'll just follow Renee to the hospital because why would she be going to the hospital if he's dead?
0: Yes. Uh, so now he's in danger and, you know, he's pretty pissed off about this because, you know, he, he th- at, the, at one point he's, got, he's congratulating Hammer for being, you know, a brilliant plan, but then seconds later he's realising that actually he's just put him in even more danger. Um, and then yeah he, he, another cop um turns up to replace the other cop that's on the the door um and the nurse comes in for an injection and does he offer to give that to trunk
1: <laughs> it's a- um, offered- oh, no oh no that's right no she's come in to give trunk an injection and he uh, hammer steps in front of her and says you can't put anything... No, anything that goes inside Trunk goes inside me. <laughs> something to that effect, anyway. But then she... Just as well it wasn't a six-foot, you know, gay rapist or something. It's, uh... <laughs> but no, but then he sees the needle and he gurns a bit and then we uh, we change scene.
0: Mm. Which is a weird one, because you've got sort of this, this guy dressed up as a workman or janitor or whatever.
1: <laughs> He's dressed up like someone dressed up in a porno.
0: Uh, yeah, he... Mm. It- he goes into uh, a, a, an operating theatre or a room where there's a doctor um, and he strangles him in the most weird way. Like this weird, the, it's like a Vulcan death grip or something. Does he? I thought, oh, I thought he garroted him. No, he sort of, it's like he pinches his, you know, sometimes in old James Bond films and stuff, you know, yeah. like they pinch the, the nerve on the neck or something, which will, yeah. you, you know, it, it's like that. He, grout, he uses... Oh, shit. I tell you what it's like. Superman
1: 3. You know when good uh, evil Superman's fighting Clark Kent in that bit that makes no sense in the... um, In the the junkyard. uh, In the junkyard, yeah. That's what Clark Kent does at the end to bad Superman. After he gets mangled in a machine, he bursts out through the side and he sort of rides him doggy style, but then he does like a neck pinch on his... um, Is it the traps?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: Yeah, like a trap pinch, and that kills evil Superman until he fades away. That's yeah. That's that must be how he got him then. That's how he gets the Doctor from the Superman Three, evil self trap <laughs> pinch.
0: Yeah, and he does because it, it it knocks um, knocks this Doctor out <laughs> straight away. Um, yeah.
1: I was writing at the time, and when I saw him, I thought he was garrotting him, but uh, obviously not. That'd be that be would too- have been a bit. That'd be a bit much, wouldn't it? I face? was going
0: to say that would be too violent for for this this show, um, but then. Um, then we go back to the room with Trunk and Hammer and Hammer's got a thermometer in his mouth. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then he puts it in Trunk's mouth, which I thought yeah. was quite funny. Mm. <laughs> it was <just> like, what? <laughs> now, it would have been funnier, obviously, if it was up his bum. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the fake doctor now, because the hitman who was dressed as a janitor uh, is now dressed as a doctor and yeah. he's got ID Um all of a sudden, you know, and he goes in, and Hammer basically thinks he's fine. He's legit. He checks him out and everything else. Um, Only because he's got a big wallet full of gold cards. Yes, because he's got lots of money. So he must be a doctor. Yeah. Um, yes, uh, and then um, the the um, the doctor says that he's got to give him an anesthetic. Um, and because he follows Hammer, doesn't he, uh, to to a, a room to check it. for for some reason? I don't know what. Why does Hammer follow him? I, th-
1: um, I think the doctor says, "Can I speak to you in the in the in the theater? Ah, and yes. I, I missed that because it doesn't make any sense why a doctor would want to speak to another policeman. But Hammer follows him anyway, and uh, yeah, he gases Hammer. Yes. Which. You know, Hammer could have probably broke out of that quite easily because the Doctor Man, he's not a large man. He doesn't look well-trained. And he puts the mask over Hammer's face and Hammer does the thing where I think his eyes slightly cross as he breathes in the gas. But surely in real life, you'd just flail around, you'd boot that Doctor the bollocks, smash him around the head with something, you know, wail on him for four or five minutes and then just sweep the chunks down into the floor.
0: Mm. Uh, But he does, he manages to overcome Hammer and he Mm -hmm. ties Hammer to a bed and um, it's a bit like in Goldfinger, isn't it? You know where,
1: he... <laughs> well, saw, yeah, a very restricted budgetary version of, <laughs> of it. Yeah,
0: yeah, but instead of a laser that's going to cut uh, Hammer in half, um, the the this hitman stroke doctor turns around and says uh, he's going to give him an x-ray he's going to use all the x-ray stuff on him and give him loads yeah. of radiation poisoning <laughs>
1: I'm going to give you enough radiation for a thousand lifetimes yes but that's after he's he's told he tells him his plan that the plan is to obviously uh give trunk an, an overdose on the operating table so no one will know and uh sledge asks him he says you know why do you why do you always explain your whole plan because mm. he's never understood why criminals do that which i liked because it's obviously true because Every film ever is always a bit with the bad guy explaining exactly their, the meticulous nature of their plan mm. because then you can foil it quicker, obviously.
0: Yes. Well, which uh, you know, in uh, they said that in Austin Powers, didn't they? Like that, they kind of made that quip about you know why do you explain the the plot, you know, the, the uh, uh, you know to the the good guy essentially. Um, but yeah, so then. Hammer's lying there, moaning and groaning because he's being hit with all these yeah. uh, the, this radiation, which I thought was quite funny.
1: Yeah, he's moaning in a way that's not quite pain, but not quite ecstasy. So maybe it's a bit like getting a blowjob off a pensioner. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, admittedly, the end result will be the same, but you look down and go, oh,
0: God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but Dory goes off and she manages to track him down and finds him. Um and he, he, Hammer says something like, oh, turn me over. I'm done on this side. Uh, yeah. um, which they're making out like, you know, all these, these, this radiation, uh, you know, X-ray and everything else. It's like being on a sunbed or something. Yeah. Um, it doesn't quite work like that, I guess. Um, I don't know
1: why he didn't. I mean, because he, when he was moaning, he was like moving his head from side to side going, uh, but was he actually tied down? I, I mean, he was I, I think he was. Yeah. Yeah. He must have been, because he was other, yeah, it didn't... Ignore me. I'm just uh, talk, talking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so, but she manages to get him up, but he's, he's groggy, he's all over the place, he's falling over, and, uh, you know, he's, he's got no sort of uh, equilibrium, if, if you want no. to call it that and all that. And uh, anyway, the, the trunk's going into surgery, and the fake doctor's there in the operating room. Um, and... Um, now, the one thing I did notice is that Captain Trunk has got a really, really smooth chest.
1: Um, he does, yeah.
0: It's like you know, I, I've shaved my chest before on occasions. Um, not quite sure have why, but yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah. Just another, um. just another thing just to uh, throw in there <laughs> for you to laugh at me <laughs> with my, my... You have... Vit for men. My capital le- letters, um, and you know, and my paragraphs. Uh, yeah, I mean, I must admit, I, I I haven't done it for a while, but because um, I'm not a particularly hairy person, you know what I mean? No, mean it. Me neither. I do have a little bit of hair on my chest, um, but I I thought, well I'll I'll get rid of it and just you know, because I was bored one day or some, you know what I mean? It's just, <laughs> um, just think, oh, I'll shave my balls. That's <laughs>
1: yeah
0: <laughs> because I want to think I'm a porn star, um you know or something like that um uh, and it, uh, y- you know it's just a a thing that I guess well, I like to say most guys have tried, but it probably from the sounds of me it, it doesn't sound as if you have what well, shaving balls oh, well, your chest oh well I've got, I, I don't have enough
1: hair on the chest to shave, but balls balls have been shaved before, yes,
0: ah okay, okay, so um but yeah, so And well, it's one of those. I think it's. I can't be asked with all of this manscaping. Is that a thing? Is that a word? I think it's a made-up word
1: by. It's the same sort of men who still want to. They want to look like an orange person.
0: Yeah, I've I've never done that. I've never had fake tan. Um, No, you know and. I I would I've never been waxed. I would never I say never, I don't like say never, but I can't imagine there'd ever be a, a, a I would ever conceivably have my chest waxed or anything no. else waxed if I'm being perfectly honest because it see, it looks far too painful. Um, and I'm not that bothered <laughs> no about no, having a bit it. of hair on my chest or a, a bit of hair somewhere do you know what i mean or if it's one of those isn't it if, if I've got a hair, a hairy back, I might consider something, but then I don't really care you know yeah, I, if i was if I was walking around like a parsley shaped gorilla you know with back hair you know you get that really
1: you, you see it like americans some Americans seem to have the most wiry body hair when you see them on films mm like it's like a thicket and it's like all over their chest and on their shoulders and back and it is just like their pubes have gone mad yes i'd shave if i had that but no i can't be asked i
0: mean do you, do you shave your legs oh god no i've never shaved my legs why yeah. would i shave my legs i'm not a woman we well, you shaved your chest <laughs> yeah but I, so it's a reasonable question <laughs> I, unless I was an athlete and I thought it was oh, going to give me some aerodynamic... Exactly.
1: You do a lot of running. I wondered if you shaved your legs for aerodynamic purposes, you know, so you could slip through the air like a porpoise. <laughs>
0: I Or a slippery eel. I. I, <laughs> I no, I've never... I, you know what? Um, I quite like...
1: <laughs> I, can't
0: <remember> <laughs> I quite like my hairy legs uh, because they're not... Like thick, thick hair, but there's enough yeah. hair on them to see to say that it's a it's a nice um, sort of smattering of hair that's on my legs. They're not sort of like thick, thick, but there's a you know I, I've seen some people, um, and they've just got no like men. They've got no hair on their legs, and it's like they're not. Um, it's not because they have shaved them; they've just got none. And I think that looks a little bit strange, if I'm honest with you.
1: Yeah, it's a little bit weird.
0: Um, so. Uh, yeah. Although weirdly, on my calves, um, God, I'm I... glad you said calves. When you start, when you started the word with a C, <laughs> I thought, please don't say cock. <laughs> no. On my calves, I do have little little bald patches with where. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is
1: that sort of? Is that? Uh, mm, no, you probably know exactly. You know, is it at the top? Yes, the top of your calf. Yeah, where where for want of a better term and you know not that anyone's
0: boasting but where the bulge is that's right yes. It's, yes it's weird yeah yeah and so i've got a little it's it's sort of like you know whereas on the shin my hair is is you can see but then if you sort of like look, i'm looking at it now um there's there's just hardly any hair there it's weird yeah no 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 that mean you have a matching matching leg
1: hairscape. there you go but no I, wonder we podcast a lot <laughs>
0: I should say that that is pretty much where the hair on my legs stops. I yeah. I, I I don't have any hair on the front of my thigh. On the back a little bit, but not much. Um so I, I, the, the one part of my body where I'm actually quite happy to have a bit of hair, um you know, nobody really ever sees I guess unless I wear shorts. Um but uh yeah. W- why are we talking about this? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you were talking about Trunk's smooth chest. Trunk, yes, Trunk's got an amazingly smooth uh, chest, mm. which makes it doesn't it, look shaved either, though, does it? It doesn't. No. It doesn't look like it looks like it's always like that. Yeah, which I guess some men, you know, potentially have no hair on their chest at all. Um, but it just seems
1: so smooth and so clean. It does. It's, like if you put if you put a sponge on his chest, like rough side down, like a washing up sponge thing. It would still slide off because it's so smooth. Mm. It's like it's like he's
0: had a he's had a skin transplant from baby's butter. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, so anyway, Dory manages to carry Hammer into the operating room. Who's seen double at this point? He, he you know yeah. he's not functioning very well, but yet somehow he manages to shoot the knife out of the hand of the uh, the would be assassin. Um, and DeRose says, perfect shot. And he says, no, I was aiming for his head. Yes. Has he said that before? He has said that before. Yes.
1: I, I swear I was just living in a weird deja vu world with that one and the one earlier. But at least one of them definitely been said before.
0: Yeah. Oh no, he's definitely said that before. Um, and uh, I think that may have been the first episode of the pilot where he, he put a criminal up against um, a backdrop of like circus sort of, he was taking shots at him, like with balloons in the background and various other oh, things. Oh yes, and yes, yes. Other bits. Oh no, and there was another one where there's a guy. He was smoking a cigar in the lobby of the police station, and there was a sign up saying no smoking. And he shoots the cigar out of his mouth, but he was aiming for his head apparently, but he missed. Um, so yeah, and then it, there's just a bit more, quite a bit of slapstick now, in as much as that hammer is, he's climbing on the operating. Uh, bed with trunk on it and he's stumbling all over the place um and he treads on trunk at one point and um then the doctor takes off his mask um or no he or does he put no, it, he puts
1: it on That's yeah I, it. I, I found this whole scene odd right because yeah yeah he, he sort of walks over trunk and you think he's gonna t- tread right on his chest but he doesn't and he does like a dive and misses the Doctor and lands in the corner. And when he's getting up, I mean, everyone's just stood there watching this happen, <laughs> which is quite weird. There's yep. like three, three or four other doctory people in there. DeRose stood in there, all watching this unsteady man crawl over a shop man so he could dive on a Doctor, a fake Doctor in the corner. When he lands, Doctor sort of mingles with the rest of them and puts his mask up. And it's like a weird non-identity parade because Hammer gets up and they're all stood in a line all the doctors and he takes down the mask of one and it's not not the baddie does the next one and eventually gets it so the last person there uh, pulls the mask down it's the bad guy so he gives him his weird little sort of uh, snake fisted punch knocks him out but why did none of the doctors say it's that bloke at the end mate <laughs> yeah. why did what was DeRoe doing just stood there watching this weird thing unfurl in front of her yeah
0: good point yeah uh- I just found it a bit I found it really I don't know why I found it really odd mm. um so anyway like you said it does this weird punch isn't it it's it's a, it's yeah. it's just a sort of like a it's not even a' It's a terrible punch for your wrist if you put any effort behind it. Yeah, but he happens, somehow happens to knock out this bloke. And uh, then, you know, Hammer says, oh, I'm going to have to remove the bullet. Um, and he's standing over Trunk. And then you see Trunk running out of the hospital room. And um, yeah. Yeah. Fades black. Next scene. Um, yeah.
1: Although Trunk was actually wearing blue pants in ah, that scene as well.
0: Oh, I never noticed that. I was too busy actual pants. Because as uh, as as Hammer was
1: walking over him, he he flips his sheet up, and he was wearing a black, uh, yeah, a blue pair of briefs.
0: Ah. So I was too busy looking at his chest. I think. <laughs> um, but anyway, I was, I was looking where the action happens. <laughs> um, the, they're back in Trunk's office. Um, And the commissioner's back on the phone and uh, he, uh, you know, they're all thanking Hammer and whatever. And, uh, you know, but then because the situation hasn't properly died down yet, Hammer has to protect Trunk for another month. Um, And yes, that's kind of it then, isn't it? Obviously. Yeah, Trunk's not happy because he's,
1: I don't know how this happened, but he's spoken to Renee. They're going to Lake Tahoe. Oh, yes. For a, holiday, for a holiday. And she now understands about his job more. Which I would have thought if your husband, if you'd given up on your husband because he was addicted to his job, then your husband coming back while he's being, you know, having an attempted assassination on his life wouldn't be the thing to make the situation calmer. That would be the thing to make the situation worse. Mm. But anyway, they go to Lake Tahoe. But then, yeah, Hammer's going to go along as well
0: yes now the one thing that I noted about this episode uh, 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 probably more so than the others and I think this is because this has been the the longest episode that, that's had Hammer and Trunk in it you know together because yeah. uh, Trunk generally pops up in the background shouting or you know he's giving orders or he, he's on a you know he appears at a crime scene or something he's he's not in it for, for much whereas the, obviously Trunk was in this one quite a lot probably a bit more than Doreau or just as much it it did remind me a lot of um the pink panther movies with um peter sellers and um kato and you know yeah. that kind of and, and um herbert lom who's uh, the inspector um or he's the is the captain it, it was just that kind of dynamic you know whereas in in that you know you got uh peter sellers inspector clouseau and He's just—he's always doing stuff to piss his boss off, or hurt him, or do something wrong. Do you know what I mean? Or he's uh, yeah. So it, it kind of just reminded me a little bit of that dynamic, a little bit. Um, but anyway, what did you think um, about this episode?
1: I don't know, Ooh. and I'm—I'm I'm still not entirely sure. I, in some ways, I was a little disappointed because. At points in the series so far, it seemed like, you know, Trunks had a begrudging respect of Hammer. Hammer's sort of had a respect for Trunk. Hammer and DeRoe, I mean, in the first pilot episode, you're thinking, ooh, they're going to get together. Um, I don't know, this episode, he just he was just a bit of a dick. But a bit more of a dick more than usual. Like, when, when DeRoe was crying, he was unnecessarily mean. To her a, a couple of times, and it, it seemed like Trunk actually hates Hammer and actually blames him for the breakup of his marriage mm. as much as anything. And this is like a, all these things that you know. You think oh, it's not really that. That's just what they do to each other. But it seemed like this. This one was almost like saying, "Oh no, no, no!" Trunk genuinely doesn't like him, and he sort of respects him, but he, he genuinely dislikes him. Which, which I, I found a little bit sad, mm. if I'm honest, and. I'll be honest i was I was ready to pull the trigger and possibly say if you want to watch another one, you're gonna to have to use your wild card
0: uh-huh.
1: but I think um second second warning, I think Ooh. I didn't dislike the episode. I don't know, but I think you know sometimes it, it, this episode moves at quite a pace, and it didn't stick anywhere for more than like two minutes almost. Because it was always moving around the scenes, and I thought, well, this you know, like you said, this is the first episode we've really had where there's more more trunk and quite a lot of duro. It then I'm not you know I sound like I'm I'm expecting major character growth, which isn't the case. But I wanted a little bit more from their relationship together. You know, I knew that the you know in Hammer's apartment they probably weren't going to get on but they didn't even really have a discussion or anything. They didn't I didn't get to learn anything about him apart from that he snores and dream arrests people because Trunk just spent the whole episode irritated, which is it's sort of half his character. I don't know. It just felt like this was an opportunity to concentrate a bit more on the characters, which they kind of did, but they moved around so often, nothing really stuck. And the episode was was also missing like when you talked earlier about the the episode where there were all those assassination attempts on Hammer within the first couple of minutes. And we've had that set piece on the phones and that kind of thing. It was missing that kind of cleverness. You know, one scene that's quite clever or really well done. It was just like scene, 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 scene. Where the first time we've had them all together for quite a while, but it didn't really do anything with it, I don't think. Mm. So I think I was a little disappointed.
0: Mm. Yeah, I, I, I mean... It was. I think it was better than the last episode we watched. Yeah, I think so. Um, so, but you know, yeah, I'm. I'm glad you want to carry on watching it. But like you said, it's. I mean, the next episode is titled Magnum Um uh, That
1: did also slightly sway me as well.
0: Okay, um, which clearly is a bit of a piss take of Magnum Force. Uh, you know, the the Dirty Harry Clint Eastwood movie. Yeah. So. Um, Okay. Well, we'll yeah. We'll, we'll 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 carry on. But it is skating mm. on thin ice. It's uh, not again. nothing so. Bad. It, it, but... No, it, it's
1: not that. Uh, I, it's not that. I'll, I was just sat there thinking, going right. Would I? What, would I carry on watching this next week, regardless? Because if it's something really good, I'll watch it anyway. But I don't know. I'm I'm at that point now where I don't know if I could sit there and watch like two or three episodes. In a go, in like in a row, just binge watch a little bit. Whereas in the first couple of episodes I was sat there thinking, Oh I could just watch the next one now anyway mm. and just do the notes for it and like almost just pre prepare for the next episode. But the last two episodes I haven't felt like that. I think I think it's because I I think it could be better. And I, I don't know. I I want more from it. And it's not quite given me it yet, but
0: no, I'm not, not quite I'm not I'm not ready to pull the plug yet. Mm. But yeah I mean maybe it is I mean you know maybe we are coming to a point now where we just kind of want to do something else or watch something else potentially I don't know but um, you know we'll, we'll we'll stick with it we, we'll go with the next episode uh, magnum farce and we'll see uh, where that takes us you never know that I'm, one might i think maybe we, we could introduce
1: a new rule where you could just have the let's take a break rule
0: <laughs> yeah it's not me
1: it's <laughs> try, you. Something else, yeah. oh, try something else no it's else not you it's while. me yeah, and then, and then when it's your choice again, you can either bring it back for for a bit or or choose something new. I don't know because I don't know if I, yeah I don't know if I want to give up on it entirely. Yeah, so well, I well, feel cruel. I feel like I was kicking a kitten.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Um. So, it, yeah. Well, yeah, well, yeah. we'll we'll, we'll come back uh, next time. We'll watch Magnus yes. farce. and. Well, even at that point, we could turn around and say, you know what, we we could we're going to give this on a little bit of a break, and we're going to watch something else. Um,
1: I think I, I think I care too much because you chose it, and it's like, ah, uh, Chris chose it; he really likes it.
0: Uh, I don't want to hurt his feelings. Yeah, <laughs> I, I genuinely, I genuinely don't mind, uh, but because I'm 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 intrigued to to know what it would be that you'd pick as well.
1: Um, oh, you you wouldn't guess. I've I've, I've got four of them, and. I've got five potentials. One which I think I told you about. The other four, you would not have
0: a clue. And
1: I'm not even. I'm not even going to. I don't even think it would be that great. I'm just
0: intrigued as much as anything. Uh, okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> all right. Then. Well, anyway, thank you yes. very much for listening. And um, like I said, if you go to the website, which is 60 uh, uh then you'll you'll find all the other podcasts that we do, including all of the other sledgehammer uh, tv shows that we've talked about and also the movie shows that we've done and also the other podcasts that we do there are lots and lots and lots of them um if you follow us on twitter at uh, 60mw podcast uh, there's loads of giveaways and various other things that you can get involved with and, and stuff um i'm at dastardly jabby on twitter where are you adam I'm at Ape Mutterings, and we will see you next time for another episode of Sledgehammer. Will it be our last, or for a, for a while? Ooh. <laughs> we'll see. Anyway, thank you for listening. We'll see you soon. Bye bye. Bye bye.